Well, welcome to the Connect Church Discipleship Podcast. We are now in season two, episode 13. And uh, this season we're talking about spiritual disciplines and ordinances that are part of the life of a disciple uh, of Christ. And today we're gonna kick off a new series on stewardship and we'll look specifically at the aspect of time. I wanna introduce our guest uh, with you today. Carlton is no stranger to us on the podcast. He's been with us before, one of our Connect Group leaders uh, within our church. Uh, and today we welcome in Ken for the very first time on the podcast. You're going to get to see him a lot over the next few episodes. And uh, he's part of the finance team uh, at our church. He's part of our welcome team. He's a Dodgers fan. So we'll, we'll add that in there as well. Um, but he's also living the dream for us. He's taking somebody through Pipeline. Uh, go back and listen to the trailer from season one. I'll throw that in here again. Uh, but he's walking somebody through this and, and growing. So gentlemen, thank you for taking the time to be here today. I appreciate that. Awesome. So we're talking about ordinances and spiritual disciplines. And just a reminder, um, we've been saying that these are ways to be formed by Christ. We don't do these things to check a box or, or to become righteous in any way. Uh, but we do this so that the Lord can work in our lives to help us know him more. And so I'm going to define stewardship uh, very quickly. Uh, stewardship means to be a caretaker. And uh, the illustration I think of, I don't know if either of you have ever had to uh, borrow somebody's car before. Uh, but I've noticed my, my driving habits change. I like actually drive the speed limit. You know, I'm not, hands are 10 to 2, you know, I'm not trying to put a scratch. I got to give it back because I know it doesn't belong to me. And I like that idea of what God has given to us doesn't belong to us. We, we could think it does, uh, but it really belongs to him. Um, and so, Carlton, would you read for me Psalm 24, uh, 1, as we kind of just look at some scriptural context uh, for that? Certainly. Psalms 24, 1. The earth is the Lord's and everything in it, the world and all who live in it. Awesome. So... Being good stewards, we realize everything belongs to the Lord, and so it's it's all temporary for us, which also tells us that there's a greater kingdom to which we hold alliance to, right? Jesus in Matthew 6, he talks about, you know, store up treasure uh, in heaven where moth and rust and all this doesn't destroy. So, so there's something beyond this that we should should be laboring for. Um, and if we think about everything, right, the, our, our tech gadgets will eventually be useless. Our home, somebody else will live there at some point, you know, that kind of thing. And so we, we don't own this. And so as disciples, we want to be focused on the kingdom of God. And so we're going to look at this idea of stewardship uh, in the areas of our time, our talent, and our treasure. But today for our time. Uh, but before we get into time specifically, why would we say that stewardship is a spiritual discipline? We may not always lump it in with, you know, we would think prayer, fasting, like that kind of stuff. Um, why would stewardship be a spiritual discipline? Well, um, I think a key reason um, that I believe it's a spiritual discipline is that um, it goes, that goes back to the fact that we're by nature um, very selfish beings. Um, so I think it takes spiritual discipline to acknowledge that everything belongs to God and not to us. Absolutely. It's good. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I think when uh, I hear this question, I think that um, I would kind of frame it a little different that... Um, Stewardship is also a spiritual discipline mm -hmm. because I feel that um, way we are physically aware of stewardship way before we become spiritually aware of, sure. of mm -hmm. um, stewardship. And um, the same way that you mentioned, we may borrow someone's car or maybe if you've spent time uh, babysitting a sibling or, or, or someone younger, uh, you become aware, aware of how to take care of something, right? Yeah. How to be that caretaker. And so I, um, just as you mentioned earlier, I think that it must be a spiritual discipline and become a spiritual discipline in our lives because as you mentioned, uh, the spiritual is eternal mm -hmm. and the physical is only temporary. Yeah. 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 And I think kind of, I heard in both you guys' answers, 
is this idea that like we need to be drawn back to that over and over again, right? Because it's easy to kind of forget that. Um, and so, so I love that. Well, let's talk about time in that aspect. Psalm 90, 12 says this, teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. And so what we give our dates to, how we spend our time, it matters, right? We're not just checking off days on, on the calendar. And I even heard someone say once that our currency is probably time more than it is physical money, right? We all, we all want more time, uh, you know, that's so valuable to us. Um, we know that this world is very hurried lives. Why do you think that is? Why do we maybe have trouble slowing down and, and we're always on the go and those types of things? Well, I think uh, I have found that there is just not enough hours in a day mm -hmm. to get uh, done the things that um, I have on my calendar. And so what ends up happening is things that I intend to get done get pushed off to the next day. And then that just becomes a cycle leading me to definitely live a hurried life. Absolutely. I think just to piggyback on Carlton, and often I think sometimes we get our priorities misaligned, uh, which then leads us to chasing after the things yeah. that, you know, our culture says um, are important or yeah. how, how, how it actually defines success. So I think there's a little, you know, a little bit of misalignment of uh, priorities that kind of leads to that hurriedness. Absolutely. So it's so easy for us to get off track, right? <laughs> we could start on track one day and then, and then be off very easily. Um, so if we're going to apply this, then what would it look like for a disciple of Jesus to steward their time? What are maybe some of the ways that they would do that? Um, maybe what would contribute to the decisions that they make, that kind of stuff? Yeah, uh, well, a couple of things I had kind of thought of was, uh, you know, we need to purposely and regularly set aside time to be with God, mm -hmm. whether it's in the word, um, in prayer. And then secondly, I think learning to say no. Um, you know, oftentimes we're, we're even in a church where, you know, we want to we want to be helpful, we want to serve, we want to be, but I think we need to learn to say no so we can avoid the trap of busyness. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, that's good. Right, and I think also um, trying to be consistent with checking in with God yeah. and presenting our schedules to Him. I think uh, is a is a big part of that as well. Yeah, that, I mean that's a real challenge, right? Like, I think like how often do I really do that? Oh, I'm like, all right, Lord, like, what do you want to do today? <laughs> like, I'm just like, this is what I got to get done, right? And it could even be things for the kingdom, right? But we, we don't take that time. So, um, yeah, that, that's that's super important. Uh, something that Pastor Frank brought out on this on a recent message he shared was even expending, extending it beyond just the church context, right? Like, like taking a Sabbath, right? You were talking about saying no to things, right? Even taking a Sabbath is a way to steward our time, right? And, and, and taking it outside of a regular church context as well. Awesome. So imagine that, you know, you're working with somebody or you're discipling somebody and they're trying to figure out, is God redirecting their time and trying to get them to steward their time differently? Or it's just their own thoughts and they're overthinking things. How would you counsel them in that? Well, first I look at how I look to myself on a question like that. And um, while that's a, a difficult question to, to tackle, what I would say is I try to look at um, is, are there any people or are there any things being hurt or harmed by my schedule? Mm. Right. Yeah. Because question. God does not want us to hurt or harm um, anyone or anything um, with our schedule, whether that be the kingdom of God, the church, the ministry mm. or our families sure. and our home life sure right and so it it, it requires um delicate balance which we need the wisdom of god yeah for. absolutely 
Yeah, I also think also getting back to my earlier point about us being selfish beings, um, I think one way we can know that it's God directing our time is if the time is being shifted to serving others or to serving yeah. God in some way, um, that it's probably Him directing us versus our own thoughts. Yeah, it's a great test. That's a great test. So what what are maybe some other ways that we can also measure if someone wants to know, like, hey, am I doing this well? <laughs> what What would you say to them? What are some ways they can measure that? Maybe questions they could ask. Um, what would that look like? Um, I think one thing is is if we're continually tired um, and even the things that we normally enjoy doing are bringing us happiness, mm-hmm. we're probably not stewarding our time mm-hmm. very well. That's a good point. Yeah, good point. Very good point, yeah. I would probably say um, I always look for the fruit. Mm-hmm. You know, is there, uh, um, are there, is there fruit being produced from what I'm putting my time toward? Yeah. You know, and if, if, if it's not, um, I tend to find that the time is usually being spent idle. Yeah. yeah. Those are two excellent questions. I love it. And, you know, I feel like that could apply to any season of life that people get those questions that you guys ask. So that's awesome. Uh, one more question on stewardship, and then we'll ask you a get to know you question today. Um, and so we talked about how we live these hurried lives. Um, maybe there's somebody that says, hey, I want to steward my time for the Lord, but I just, you know, whether it's my job is very demanding or raising kids or caring for parents, maybe, or fill in the blank, whatever whatever it is. There's just something that's really eating their time is just, you know, it's just too much. What, what would you say to them? How, how would you encourage them? What advice would you give them of how they could still steward their time, even in that, that season of life that might be difficult? Well, my question to, to them would first be, um, why do you think you're not stewarding your time mm-hmm. for the Lord yeah. by doing what you're doing? Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. You're caring for home and you're caring for those who have cared for you. You yeah. know, um, so first I would try to encourage them in, in, in understanding that they are stewarding their time well. Yeah. Right. Um, and just in being in that season. Um, and please also understand that that is just the season. Yeah. So there's a big perspective shift that sometimes needs to happen of how we view stewardship, right? right. Uh, specifically with time, which is good. Can they thoughts on that? Yeah, I would basically tell them, welcome to the club. Um, <laughs> um, and like like Carlton said, that every season is different and stewarding your time is going to look different in that. And basically just encourage them that, you know, you know, be flexible, but be intentional with spending time with God. Um, yeah. It's going to look different when, yeah. when you're, retired like I am I have a lot it's a lot easier um than when I was working 60 hours a week and trying yeah. to raise three kids so uh you know give yourself a, a little break but just be intentional yeah I, I like what you said right you got to adjust for the seasons of, of, of what that is and and that's probably a regular question that we have to ask ourselves what does it look like in this season in this moment so awesome so we, we got some ways that we could go and steward our time now uh, as disciples and maybe even ask ourselves some evaluation questions, which is good. But we want to give the audience an opportunity to get to know you guys better. And so uh, we're stealing a question from Pastor Frank now. None of us really have much clarity on this on this question. So we've been told you could take it however you want, whatever direction you want. Um, so basically the question is dinosaurs or geese? I'll say dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> I will also say dinosaurs because I played on too many baseball or soccer fields where geese have been present. <laughs> Even at that, right. I guess if a dinosaur was present, the game would be over. <laughs> that would be a problem. So we don't have to worry about it. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you guys for joining us today. Audience, thank you for being with us as well. This is a good spot to maybe text your discipler. Let them know something you learned in this video. Maybe a way that you are stewarding your time or maybe need to steward your time. And then come back for our next episode as we talk about stewing, stewarding our talents. Have a great day, everyone.